Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about the return of sexy thriller director Adrian Lin. We are talking Deep Water, starring Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, a absolutely ridiculous movie. And to talk about this movie, I've got Shannon McGrew from Nightmarish Conjurings, and we have got an absolutely ridiculous conversation to match an absolutely ridiculous movie. Uh, I knew going into this one that this was going to be all over the place because uh, I spent the whole movie laughing, and I think I might have written down the most notes I've ever written down for an episode of this podcast. I always have a puzzle pieces list and a notes list, and my notes list is just line after line of the ridiculous things that happen in this movie. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Hulu. Watch it first before you listen to this, and uh, then let's get into the conversation. Before we do, though, I do want to remind you, as always, please make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. You can, of course, do that on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Good Pods, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, all the major podcast apps. And if the one you listen to podcasts on has a five-star button, we'd appreciate it if you would click that five-star button and then maybe type a couple sentences about what you like about the show. That would be awesome if you did that. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. Last but not least, don't forget we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from this podcast, as well as from Awesome Movie Year, which is another movie podcast I produce, and from my music career, where I post all kinds of music stuff. I'm currently working on a couple of new albums, so I've been posting previews, and I got a new commentary track going up there soon for one of my previous albums lots of cool stuff so again it's patreon.com slash by david rosen check it out so let's talk about deep water all right shannon mcgrew's back with us we're gonna talk about deep water shannon how's it going it's going well how are you I'm great. I'm great. I'm I'm excited to talk about this one. I, As I've am been I. I, I've I've been doing all these episodes. I'm I'm like uh, I'm just swamped in in podcast right now. I'm recording on. I just did X. Uh, I'm doing Windfall oh, right in a couple of days. Like so many movies, but this one I'm especially excited about because <laughs> it's just so insane. And uh, I I don't even know I don't even know where we're going to end up by the end of this conversation. No. But it'll be fun. It'll be snails. 
There will be snails. <laughs> there should be snails, that's for sure. Let, let's start off. Uh, are you are you an Adrian Lin fan? Do you like these uh, these kinds of movies? I mean, I think that they're they're well. I think they're cla- uh, classics. Is like I love Jacob's Ladder. Okay. You know, I I think that that is an incredible horror film. Um, you know, and then you have Fatal Attraction and films like that. And I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, they're an adventure. So I wouldn't say yeah. I don't like his films. I do think Jacob's Ladder is incredible. Um, you know, but like unfaithful and, you sure. know, fatal attraction. They're just silly. <laughs> they, they are. And you know what? That's actually a good thing. They, some some sexy thrillers are going to come up later in the conversation for yeah. sure. But I I haven't seen any of these movies since... Back in the day, like it's it's been forever since I've seen Unfaithful or 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 any of those, and I'm wondering if they're really silly now in like the current moment. Like at the time, they were actually sexy thrillers. I think you know, like we were younger. You know, I I don't know if we really necessarily saw them for for what they were at the moment, but uh, they were they were taken seriously. And now it's just it's hard to imagine not laughing at a movie like this. Yeah, it'd be interesting to go back and watch those. I did just recently uh, rewatch some of Jacob's Ladder, but that's a completely different sure. tone. Yeah. And, <laughs> totally you know, different. Um, it's still terrifying. Um, so I think, I don't know, I think it would be interesting to go back. I think it'd be really interesting to go back and watch Fatal Attraction again. Yeah, yeah, that would probably be the best of the bunch, I I would think. (laughs) Maybe hold up the most, or if not exactly uh, in the same way, maybe it would at least, you know, hold up as a fun watch. But let's get into puzzle pieces here. We'll we'll get into all the things that this movie is and isn't and what it tries to be and uh, all that along the way. Uh, And uh, I'll just say at the top, my puzzle pieces list is kind of a mess. There's some obvious (laughs) ones, but there's some weird ones, and I don't know. But uh, what do you got for your first puzzle piece here? Well, it's interesting because I was thinking about it and when I watch it, it doesn't necessarily bring to mind. Like, I don't think of like, oh, these films outside of the ones we just, you know, talked about. Mm -hmm. I would say the only one that really comes to mind is more of like Trisha Highsmith. Is that the author? Um, You know, learning more about her, but. I don't know. I can't think of any that it reminds me of, though. I did do a double feature of Deep Water and Knock Knock. Okay. And besides the fact that that was wild, I could definitely. I mean, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> that's, that's what makes it so hard. Yeah, because you're like, I could just sit here and just list like all of the non Jacobs Ladder Adrian Lynn movies. Yeah. Like, you know that. Like, yeah. But I mean, Knock Knock is a good one, though. Like, like definitely, I think include knock knock like go for it Absolutely. use use knock knock as the first piece because yeah why not that works i, I mean knock knock is essentially when i watched deep water i wasn't convinced that this was a real movie like i <laughs> it just like blew my mind that like like i could not believe that this was supposed to be like a serious drama slash thriller yeah. um and I had a friend watch it with me. And then I was like, let me go revisit Knock Knock because that movie's ridiculous. And that movie is still ridiculous. And they kind of mm-hmm. just really work in tandem with an older male figure and a younger woman. Sure. And the younger woman is quote unquote like unhinged. 
which mm-hmm. would go back to like fatal attraction. Aren't you know, they all? Aren't they? Aren't <laughs> we all are unhinged? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's definitely similarities between the two, especially in terms of Walt and Anna is in both movies. Sure, sure. Very different performances, though similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you? So my first piece isn't a movie. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I wanted to mix it up a little bit because it was the first thing that I thought of. And it's actually a meme. It's the meme of Ben Affleck standing outside smoking a <laughs> cigarette because he's so just, he's, he's had it, he's stressed out. It's the perfect representation of like when you've just, you just can't take anymore. You've had the worst couple of days, maybe even a full week, and you're just like at wit's end. You could also use the Justice League interview one where it looks like he's getting ready to cry. Oh my God, that one's the you best. Know? Oh, it's so good. And- yeah, just seeing Ben Affleck defeated and exasperated and exhausted, like that feels like the impetus of this movie. It feels like what if what if we took Ben Affleck, uh, made him put him in this like cuckold situation with a, with a wife, uh, having to go to like four parties a week apparently and and keep up all these friendships, these weird adult friendships. It's like it just looks so exhausting. It looks incredibly just nonstop exhausting. And uh, th- that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, I think this. that. Yeah, I think that's a great. I'm never not going to see that now. Like anytime somebody brings that up, I'm immediately <laughs> going to go to that meme. Um, but knowing that it's written by the same author as the talented Mr. Ripley, it's interesting because I love the talented Mr. Ripley. Like when it first came out, I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I have to revisit it, but that's a sexy thriller. They're young. It's men. You know, it's all ambiguous. But when you think of this one, to your point, he's just (laughs) exhausted. Like, he doesn't care. And he's just way more (laughs) concerned about the snails. Yeah. Yeah. He loves the snails. I mean, come on. I guess the author has a fascination with snails. Yeah, that's the only yeah. way to explain it, because otherwise there, there's so many other ways that they could have, I don't know, like built up that character and, and, and built out what his interests are. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy to me because the first thing I thought of when it ended outside of like utter shock was, why are there snails? Mm-hmm. Because it was so like, it just made no sense. And then why do these two people who dated have zero chemistry? <laughs> right why do they hate film. each other like <laughs> <laughs> like and it's not even like like passionate hate like it's just there's nothing right, right. god i hated this movie so much. <laughs> but i loved yeah, I it <laughs> yeah that's exactly that's kind of where i'm at with it but uh did, what do you have next what, what's another puzzle piece you think you could bring to this one i mean my whole thing with this was I felt like I was watching like three movies. So like I'm a big fan of Little Rel Howery. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they were bringing in one of his comedies, mm-hmm. you know, to your point of like this weird, odd friend yeah. situation. And that was like another, I guess, I don't know if it would be a puzzle piece, but another interesting factor because it just, I was like, is this a comedy now? Like, did we switch from the erotic thriller to now the comedy? Sure. Like, what is this? And I found, like, I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm trying I to just, think of some of the because yeah, Lil Lil Ray is like it's it's so funny. He's like he gets he's like stoned at the barbecue and it starts raining and he's like, "Am I so stoned it that it's raining? Like what? Like that doesn't even make sense." But yeah, I mean, he is like comic relief in so many things now. I guess you could kind of like like just add it to like a big overall list of like Lil Ray shows up and he's funny and he's good. But it's a uh, comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy now, apparently. And I think that that was, I mean, I'm looking at maybe puzzle pieces differently, but I just was like, this is completely snowballing into something like I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we'll throw Get Out as the piece. How about that? Okay. Yeah, Get Out, <laughs> Lil Ray doing, doing his uh, sidekick funny business. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Use that one. That works. And knock knock would be for Anna. Yeah. Who would even be Ben Affleck? I don't even know. What do you get for the Ben Affleck piece? I mean, we got the meme so far, so we got that going. But yeah, uh, or you imagine if it was like the other king of Boston, which is like Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. That actually could have worked. Do you think so? You think Mark Wahlberg could have been like a better fit for this? Yeah, because now all I can think of is how exhausted Ben Affleck looked. <laughs> <laughs> Who made that decision? <laughs> you know, when he first threatens the 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 first uh, lover, like that that scene, I, at at that moment, I was like, oh wow, okay, I'm gonna like this movie a lot, like yes, straight that's a up great like scene. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Ben Affleck is really good in that scene, and it's funny and it's unexpected. Uh, it just it just goes downhill and goes weird from there. But um. Yeah, he's good, though, in that. And I think that that's just, yeah, I mean, this is Ben Affleck's movie. You know what? That, that actually, just talking about that, though, I, I'll bring up my next piece, which is an obvious one, I think. This is kind of a reverse Gone Girl situation. So... A hundred percent. That that's, that's my next piece. Like, Gone Girl in reverse. Playing with Ben Affleck's, like, you know, his persona in, in this kind of a thriller. And, you know, it, it really, it, it almost, uh, it almost expects you to know who Ben Affleck is like to understand the story of the Ben Affleck and to like use that as uh you know knowledge for going into this particular story and uh Gone Girl is great I mean Rosamund Pike is fantastic in it Ben Affleck's great yeah. in it David Fincher's awesome um this not as successful but I think that they definitely go hand in hand well I can't think of another puzzle piece it's not as flashy, but Sam Levinson mm-hmm. was one of the writers. Sure. So for those that are familiar with Euphoria, mm-hmm. it would make sense that, well, one, there's so much awkward sex. Sure. Um, and having Jacob, I can never pronounce these. He was the one that played the piano. Okay. His character was Charlie. So he has a huge role on Euphoria. So I thought it was interesting that they brought him over when we're so used to seeing a certain character of his Mm -hmm. to see a, I mean, not as intense as that one, but as the one in Euphoria. But I thought it was interesting that Sam Levinson brought him into the fold as one of Anna's suitors. (laughs) Yeah. And slash piano teacher that she. Slash piano. Gives three thousand dollars for. 
<laughs> was it for a piano? Did we ever find out? We never found out. No. That, okay, because I was like, I watched it twice, and I still don't know what it was for. Cutting room floor, including what, why the dog was in the car during that ride in the end, uh, where Ben Affleck finally kills the, the the guy. Why was the dog in the car? <laughs> I hope there's. I oh my god, I really hope there's like a director's cut. I, I would that's watch like it. three hours long. <laughs> oh yeah, at least at, at at the very least three hours. There's so much more to get into. More snails. More all of that. Um, you know, I'll just I'll just throw in there. Um, it wasn't on my puzzle pieces list, but as long as you're bringing up Sam Levinson and Euphoria, I uh, might as well combine uh, Malcolm and Marie with that as well. As long as yeah. we get a, a couple fighting uh, who hate each other's <laughs> guts, you know. Yeah, they really hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> like I was concerned. I'm like, how did these? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's very much reason for concern. Uh, yeah. I, I will go for my next piece, and I'm going to combine two movies that maybe are not influences, but to me are the perfect triple feature with this movie. Um, oh, boy. Okay. First one, a recent favorite of mine for batshit crazy, so bad it's good movies is 2019 Serenity from Stephen Knight. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. It's, it's insane. So <laughs> it's completely insane. I had so much fun with that movie. <laughs> I It's the same kind of bad that this movie was. And, um, I, yeah, I, I love it so much. I recommend it all the time, even yep. though it's not good. But Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, <laughs> you know, directed by Stephen Knight. Uh, huge, ridiculous twist. This one doesn't really have the twist, but it has certainly the uh, mysterious setup, though. It doesn't have the twist, but it keeps you on your edge because you're waiting for something. You're waiting for happen. the twist that never happens. It's is is Ben Affleck the killer? Yes, Ben Affleck is the killer, one hundred percent. Like, but that's okay. Uh, the 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 third part of this. Uh, this little marathon would be Joe Wright's The Woman in the Window from last year, which oh not as good. I would never rewatch The Woman in the Window. But this movie, Deep Water, though, it made me think maybe I'm being a little too hard on The Woman in the Window. And maybe Joe Wright was also just making a stupid movie that I could laugh at. <laughs> and I was just watching it like like it was supposed to be good. And I missed out on the fun. You know, I don't know if you feel that way. <laughs> I mean, I've watched so many of those types of movies. And I've read so many of those types of books uh-huh. that they all blend into one. Right. Um, that one was, man, that was a really weird one, though. Like, everything was off. Like, Amy Adams' performance was off. Mm-hmm. Like, it just never felt, it was like we were all on one wavelength, and that one was, like, going off to sea. And we were like, you come back. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch uh, the the parody series, the the women? Yes. In, so, d- there was no difference between that movie and the series, and that's a parody. So there's like, and maybe that's why I like this movie. At, you know, like, I put that in quotations because hmm. it's so ridiculous. I think Gone Girl like really started that trend. Um, and I did think I wrote to a friend of mine while watching Deep Water. Uh, I said, is this Gone Girl again? Like, are we literally watching Gone Girl? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, since then we've had like a slew of these movies and combined those with like the Fatal Attraction movies. You're just getting these ridiculous mashups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just not adding context to anything. I think the only other movie I can think of that's like that that I watched recently was 
this awful movie called Horizon Line. I haven't seen that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's uh it's awful. <clears throat> but like I would watch it again stone because it's just let's see. It stars Allison Williams from the series Girls. Yeah, yeah, okay. Keith David is in it. Okay. And it's a couple flying on a small plane to attend a tropical island wedding must fight for their lives after their pilot suffers a heart attack. And I it's up there as one of the wildest. Like I would literally do like Serenity, Horizon Line, Deep Water. <laughs> this sounds like that uh, drift knock, knock. with uh what's her name? Uh, Shailene Woodley, right? It sounds like that. Oh, movie. I didn't see that one. I, I I never saw it either, but I heard that the ending is absolutely batshit. So I, I maybe we're just living in an era of just ridiculous, so bad it's good thrillers, like mystery thrillers. Maybe I don't know. I just, I mean, not to go off like a tangent, but I also just watched this movie called The Wreck, The Reckon, with Alicia Silverstone. Oh yeah, yeah, they have in a shark. shark. <laughs> that might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I love that we're on the rec right now. Like, how do we get there? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. That, that works. You could throw Ben Affleck in there and we'd be fine. That should have been called Deep Water <laughs> and this should have been called the rec I don't know what, yes. I don't know what a rec is though. I so, don't either. No. <laughs> and you saw the movie and you don't know what it and is. I, I don't even think they ever uh, like Deep Water. I don't think they ever actually tell us what did it, now I have to look. Wow. What is a rec would that be a wordle word? Is that five letters? <laughs> it's just showing me the movie. Yeah, like, wow. I want the definition. That's some good SEO. All right, here we go. I guess there's sharks. <laughs> it's a shark. So the movie is called is basically the shark. Any shark of the family. Okay, well, I don't know what that big word is, but yeah, it's just It's a kind of shark. It's essentially like any type of shark you see. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it the shark? I know. That's <laughs> which just for listeners, if you watch that movie, it's 90 minutes and no talk of a shark. There's no talk of a shark until 50 minutes into the movie. That's or amazing. the Requin. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I think like movies like Deepwater and these other ones, it's like I think the reason we're seeing so many of them is because of the pandemic and studios just being like, well shit. Yeah. Let them all loose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let them all loose, but also what could we film in like one or two locations and keep things yeah. as simple as possible. So yeah, I, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I got a, a couple more pieces. Uh, I, I'll go with Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie. I have not seen that. Okay. Well, I, I you know, th- that much better version of a uh, unhealthy <laughs> adult relationship. Uh, I won't get into spoilers or anything like that, but uh, since you haven't seen it, but a worthwhile movie um, that oh, I, okay. I, I think is a also worthwhile comparison here to the kind of relationship that Ben Affleck and Anna Darmus have. There's uh, mushrooms instead of snails. So, you know, <laughs> I won't go too I'm deep. never going to get over those snails. Like, what about Finn Whitrock just being like, hey, let's eat your snails? <laughs> like, what? I will tell you this I was really, I love him. I thought, you know that season of american horror story freak show he was incredible oh yeah yeah <clears throat> so i love seeing him in just random random shit 
But I was like on the edge. I was like, is this it? Is this where it's going to happen? Whatever I'm waiting for is, is he going to like, like fuck things up with these snails? And then nothing happened. Nothing. (laughs) Nope. Nothing. Why did we even spend five minutes talking about how poisonous they are? (laughs) If you don't feed them to do absolutely nothing. And then she's like, it's the most important thing in his life. And we're just never gonna talk about it. <laughs> it's so insane. So how did they insane. even get like an obsession with it? And if she, you know, uh, the author has an obsession, then why didn't she bring it? It's oh my god, <laughs> god. You know, spe- speaking of the author, you said that you've read some of like these books, like uh, so, like you read Woman in the Window and some things. Are are there any books that you think are like similar in in this that maybe don't have movie adaptations that you could see are probably going to be the next one on this list that we're talking about? Well, I kind of stopped reading those books because they were becoming all the same. Yeah, but like I did. Yeah, there was one that I I don't believe has. A movie, I bet you anything now they do though. Mm. Riley Sager. And he's written like Home Before Dark, Lock Every Door, Survive the Night. And they're um the one that I read, Home After Dark, it's a, a woman character, and you know, um, I would kind of put it in those thriller aspect, not erotic thriller, but you know, thriller as you're trying to figure out, you know, uncover kind of like what these other books are doing as the same i think that would maybe be the closest thing Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean they're churning out books like that all the time yeah yeah absolutely well i just figured that would be uh possibly another good piece to include yeah i mean there's he has a book that's called the house across the lake Mm -hmm. there's always houses (laughs) there's always houses (laughs) they're always across the lake yes um (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah all right i'll just uh throw in here i mean of course we could talk any adrian lynn movie at length i mean unfaithful would probably be the closest now i want to go revisit that i know right like that seems like the one to go to i mean like like we said earlier uh they all are probably fairly silly like viewed through the lens of now of 2022 but i mean i don't know that seems like one worth going back to and and it certainly would seem like the closest in terms of the themes that uh deepwater at least you know is supposed to be getting into i still don't even know what the themes are that's so true does he want like that's the other thing i'm like are you you're saying you're okay with this with her doing this mm-hmm. but clearly you're not because you're murdering the men but they they're into that it seems like it seems like that maybe is the spark that keeps them together in some way, which would love to know. It's kind of titillating, I guess. Sure. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but like she. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's never explained. They never talk about this being any type of kink. Nothing. Right. It's just it's like we as viewers were just dropped into a situation. Yeah. With no knowledge of anything. Yeah. And never given knowledge of anything. Yeah. No, it's true. 
I think for a quick second, we should talk about Tracy Letts. Um, just cause I mean, if anything, if anything else, there's one scene where he's like, this is it. This is the book when, when he finds out, you know, and, and, yep. and, and then of course the goddamn fucking autocorrect, which is maybe going to be the line of the year when, uh, the end of the year comes up. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, maybe Tracy Letts is okay. It's established that he's not a very good writer. He's a screenwriter and he's got some, some screenplays and he talks about how, Oh, I think they're pretty fresh and interesting. He's and, a white older man. Yeah, and he doesn't so have it's nothing in, new. He has nothing interesting to say. So, this is something I literally just thought of right now. Is this movie one of his very uninteresting stories? Did, I hope so. Uh, it would make total sense. Like, did I just crack I hope, the code? <laughs> I hope so. I, I should actually look for like interviews and stuff because, like. I tried. I was like, is there a junket? And they're like, no, unfortunate or whatever. And I was like, ah, I think I just wanted answers. <laughs> I think I just figured it out. Yeah. He says that the, his stories are about himself. And uh, geez, I think he, he, oh my God, we did it. I think we, we did, did it. Shannon. We uncracked <laughs> the code of this crazy. We pieced it together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. This is the weirdest episode. Was... I gotta tell you. Everyone just has to talk it out. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what? I I don't think we need to get into any other puzzle pieces. I mean, the I, I would say, you know, earlier you were kind of connecting a piece per character. I would maybe say SpongeBob for the snail. Um so <laughs> <laughs> let's go off on that one. Uh I've literally been thinking about it like all day. I was like, what can I compare like watching something to it like and there's nothing. I can't Yeah off the top of my head, think of anything where just a random, even that show, brand new cherry flavor. Like they had vomiting cats, <laughs> but it like, you just accepted it because it went with like the vibe and the tone. Okay. And eventually you kind of found, eventually you found out other than that. <laughs> other than that, like what is happening? Yeah. yeah what is the theme? You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It, it's hard to say. And, I think part of the problem is this very specific genre of like the sexy thriller. It's it's what it is. Like there there's not much else to be explored in here. It's just it's just people have sex, people die, there's a mystery, the end. Like, you know, and, and that makes it really hard to uh to really make connections other than other movies within the genre. I'm gonna be like crass but like that scene where he like eats her ass i was like what in the fuck is happening right now i actually had to rewind it to make sure that i was watching what i was watching uh-huh and that literally there was nothing attractive about the two of them doing that whatsoever it was incredible you gotta wonder did adrian lynn not make a movie for 20 years and he's like you know what i'm coming back so i can film ben affleck eating anadarmus <laughs> like what <laughs> that, that's the goal oh here. my god it lacked passion it was just so bad I was like, <laughs> it's fucking bizarre oh, oh my god man. but people love the movie apparently a lot of people enjoyed it yeah. and thought it was a great thriller and i you, you know we we are we are kind of uh lacking in uh adult movies lately you know everything's superhero movies and everything is yep. all that stuff so i guess there's room for it it's just not that good unfortunately it's the only problem so i don't know did you have any uh any other thoughts we didn't get to when we were getting through all of our puzzle pieces here no i think 
I'm sorry I'm the worst puzzle person. <laughs> no, you crushed it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think we hit the nail on the head with a lot of those. <laughs> I think so too. I mean, I I had other things that I was thinking of, but like, you know, obviously the room that comes up whenever you're doing a movie that's so bad oh, that yeah. you're just having I so mean... much fun. I so, you yeah. know what? I'm going to throw one last thing in. Um, I, did you see The Voyeurs last year? No, it's on my list. Okay. Is it like so bad it's good? Or it, is it, it kind of is. I, I, am, okay. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say that it does the sexy thriller right because it is ridiculous and it, it kind of goes off the rails in the final act. But um, I'd say it's better than this though. It's, it's the best like sexy thriller I've seen in a while. Let's put it that way. I could believe it. Sydney Sweeney is, she goes all the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she does. Sydney Sweeney. Let's see some more movies with her. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a weird episode. Uh, Shannon, is there another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Um, oh, man. Well, I know you just said the episode for X. Obviously, huge fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't often get to watch movies multiple times. Deepwater was one of those. <laughs> Um, X was another one, both for very different reasons. Um, And I just saw, um, everything everywhere all the time, which I would be shocked if that didn't make it into like my top five. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited to see it. I I am. That was a, that was a journey. That was. I'm sure. Swiss Army Man was my favorite movie of 2016. So I'm, I have not seen that, really? which is wild because oh. I love Paul Dano and I love Daniel Radcliffe and I don't know why I haven't watched it. Please tell me how you like it when you like finally get around to it because it is so good. But um, awesome. It. Awesome. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. But uh, Shannon, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and everything you're up to? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon underscore McGrew. Yes. And on Instagram at Horror Design Chick. And you can find my site, Nightmarish Conjurings, at uh, Nightmarish Conjurings on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, it is N I G H T M A R and the number one S H. I made that so complicated. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good plug. You it's did been good. a long day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Shannon, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank and you. Uh, we will hopefully get you back again sometime. This was great. Yes, anytime. <laughs> hey there, classmates. Tune in to Middle Class Film Class every Monday and Wednesday for weekly movie news, streaming picks, and one deep dive review. The Batman trailer. There was a teaser, there was a trailer, trailer one, trailer two, final trailer. I don't know if it's the same one. How many trailers do we need exactly? Leave an email or a voicemail to join in the discussion. Bullshit artist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. All That's right. awesome. You're going full Danzig. That's right. I am. My, my trans you has no power over me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about deep water. Thanks to Shannon for joining me on that one. And, you know... If you just listen to that conversation and you like what we do here on the show and you like the whole puzzle pieces thing, consider subscribing. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really like the show, you can rate and review us. And we would really appreciate if you do that. So, yeah, do that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods. We've been in the uh, top ten on Good Pods a bunch of times lately. And that's uh, that's pretty awesome when that happens. So, uh 
Thank you for being out there and listening and rating and reviewing and sharing and commenting and liking and all the things you do. You can also join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. Get in touch on Twitter at PiecingPod, also on Instagram, although I don't post on there as much as I should. And don't forget about that produced by David Rosen Patreon. So let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. And you know what? This track, it's not on any of my albums, but I think one of the music libraries that sometimes gets my music placed on TV and stuff like that uh, actually released it as a single at one point. Or it was either a single or it was like a compilation of sexy music. And so I thought it would be a good one to play on this. Uh, it's a track called Moonlight that I made a long, long time ago. This is like well over 10 years ago. Um, but it's out there doing its job, getting used in various things and uh, getting played by people that I have no idea who they are. But uh, hey, as long as people are listening, that's cool with me. So yeah, I thought this would be a good one to uh, close us out here on a sexy thriller episode again it's called moonlight you might be able to find it online somewhere but if not i got plenty of other music out there so check me out david rosen on spotify and Bandcamp and itunes and all those places we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.